Welcome to the Better Everyday Podcast, episode 7. This one is titled Wellness. We will be talking about the wellness of mindset, wellness, and movement. Tricky. It's tricky. Um, we are in the new gym. Pig is here. Sorry if he barks. Um, it's hot as fuck outside. It's Wednesday. Take it away, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, people. So, as you know, we're doing our podcast right now to define all of our new rebranding words. And then, like, we did our mindset one, and then it's like wellness. It's like uh, tricky because it it almost feels like it could like how do we differentiate what is your mindset from from your wellness? Um, so, I'm gonna give you guys a definition that we came up with, and then we'll just go from there. So the wellness is the act of practicing healthy and fulfilling habits on a daily basis to achieve greater physical and mental well-being. So it's like... It's like yes. mindset and movement in one. It feels all-encompassing. Wow. All-encompassing. But it's also just like, yes, movement is part of it, and yes, we all know movement is important, but it's also like, how do you find fulfilling and like gratifying things outside of here? Like, what else are the things that are like bringing you joy and, and purpose? Um, and I think it's just like figuring out how to thrive like in your daily life like and with with movement being in it but like what else are we doing I agree basically defining the pillars of importance in your life so your relationships with the people around you with people you love making sure that they're healthy relationships making sure you're able to maintain them your relationship with yourself And then, like, even just on relationships, I think people might say, like, oh, how does that relate to what I'm doing in the gym? And it's, like, if you had a huge fight with your significant other, you know, the morning you woke up, or your kids were torturing your life when you woke up, that's going to affect everything that you do probably for the rest of the day, and especially in here. And just another stressor that's affecting your body before you do anything. And And that's why when you guys come in, I know we grill you with a million questions, but part of that is to figure out like, what is the stress level? Like how much does this person have today to give? And it's like, it is, that's, we're kind of talking about the wellness aspect of that. Um, So not just families and what was the other thing you just said? Your relationship with yourself. Yeah. But on the flip side of that, also think about the relationships you have, whether it is significant others, friends, family, when they are supportive, when they are interested in the things you're interested in, you tend to do those things more, you tend to enjoy them more. So surrounding yourself with people who want to do the things that you want to do and grow in the direction you want to grow. And also understanding when some relationships maybe need to be a little less or just end completely. That's actually a great point. Like it's okay to outgrow people that you maybe have had long-term friendships with or even family relationships that don't feel healthy for you it's okay for those to not be a part of your life if they're not in line with like yeah and they're not in line with who you are anymore and not that that's easy by any means but I'm sure you or maybe you haven't I don't want to make an assumption but like experienced when you went out with like a group of friends versus like going out with a different group of friends and you're like wow I could be so much more myself when I'm with x than I'm with y and it's like why is it like that and it's just like you are you share more of the same core values with those other people especially with people that have been in your life forever because like I've always said like high school friends are like circumstantial friends like they were your friends because you went to the same high school like you didn't pick these people out and like the whole world like they were just like nah, they were default friends 
And you were also, I think I can speak for almost everyone, I was a different person at 18 than I am at 33. Like, very, I don't even know the person that I was when I was 18. I'm the exact same. And like some people, Scary. and Just some kidding. some people, but some people are exactly the same, and, and that's it's like, why they can still thrive together. Yeah, though. like I can't be your friend anymore because I'm not 18 anymore, but you still are for some reason. But it's just recognizing that you would be a better person if you are having more fulfilling and gratifying relationships rather than trying to just like mesh things together to make it work because you've been friends with people for so long. That becomes more frustrating and stressful than it does become positive. Or it's like if you have like a an obligation to like I hate the word obligation, but like if you're going to hang out with your friends, you're kind of dreading it all day. That will affect your whole day because literally been there. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be like grumpy all day. Your workout will suffer. You might eat something shitty because you're emotional. Probably didn't sleep good that night. When you go out, you might drink more right, than you now should. Now you're just attacking me. Like, <laughs> like you're coming at me. Truly, <laughs> wasn't even thinking of you. Um, no, but like I can so. You haven't to been that. that person in years. Well, I mean, maybe like a year, but that, that's what I was just going to share is that part of wellness for me was starting to work with a therapist and she taught me like the, the greatness of setting boundaries with people and saying no is okay and distancing yourself from stuff that doesn't feel good. And it's just like, I definitely used to be more of what Alyssa is describing, like that having dread, saying yes to shit I didn't want to do. Um, but it's like, once you learn to follow the things that really feel good, like in your soul, like it's, that is what wellness is. Um, and sometimes it's saying no, not saying, actually a lot of the times for me, it's saying no. Yeah. Boundaries are one of those things that I've always like thrived with. I'm great at saying no to things. That is a great skill to have. How about you, Jack? <laughs> hey. <laughs> I'm you in the ass. I have gotten a lot better at setting boundaries. I'm also like in a place in life where I'm figuring out what I do want to do and what's important to me. I mean, everything in my life just changed. We moved. We're around different people. So I think I'm kind of learning who aligns with what. I am learning that no is a complete sentence. Oh, I love that. I can saying. give the no, and then I feel the need to give this like, massive explanation afterwards i'm like, like just say no like they'll be okay <laughs> have you ever had someone say no to you and then they followed up with all that shit and you're like why did they just follow it up I'm with like, all i didn't shit? ask yeah it's like i don't want the it's like enough no yeah. <laughs> no is one of my favorite sentences it's like you don't have to convince me i'd rather you just be like no <laughs> i'm like, good all right. maybe no thank you but cool eh, even that just leave it <laughs> i'm working on it i'm working on it it's definitely not easy no, and it's when, just one of those things that gets easier. But like you're saying, we're even identifying what it is that feels good versus what doesn't is a process in itself. And oddly enough, a big part of that is my relationship with alcohol. Like, like whether you like to drink or not. Sober activities, getting people to do that sometimes is really hard. Uh, true. true. It's like real difficult. They hit different. Yeah. So we've been working on that. What do you, like, do you have an example of that? Like something that you want to do that you feel like you can't find people to do it with or something? We've done a few. We picked up rock climbing in the winter. Got we want to do okay. that again. Um, been attempting yoga. I just... Not your thing. That's tough. Restorative yoga is nice. Just laying there I enjoy. Mm. Um, what so else have we tried? <laughs> I'm trying to think. <laughs> trying to think of what else we want to try. I want to... We tried pottery. I see what you're saying. Like, you're trying just to find things to do that are not hobbies. going to the bar and drinking. Yes. Like, God. where, like, on a Saturday, I'm like, oh, I want to go hang out with somebody. I don't want to just sit at a bar. Got it. Yeah. 
So knowing that is like huge, I feel. Yeah, but it's also a little isolating. Totally, I can Because I'm saying no, and then I'm like, do I have friends? <laughs> <laughs> just, it's, I guess it's finding the friends that yeah. want to do that shit. But like we said, it's about building those relationships. Yes. It is crazy how many relationships have like dissipated a little bit since making that change. Like, I don't get invited to things. I think that's also part of just being in your 30s now. It's yeah. like things change yeah. in your 30. Like yeah. your people in your life change that decade. Yeah. It's like quality over quantity. Yeah. Like it's smaller, but eventually it'll be better. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. I'm happy with what we got. But, you know, it's one of my, one of my pillars of importance in wellness or healthy relationships that give as much to me as I give to them. I like that. Yeah. Speaking of relationships not just like personal relationships, but it's also like, what is the relationship that you have with your job? What is the relationship you have with the people at that job? And like, do you even like what you do? I'm not asking either of you because I know the answer to that We're question. We're all not looking at each other. <laughs> Everybody loves it here. <laughs> um, no, that is like true. Like that's one of those things that like, I know I'm in a, a fortunate situation work-wise, but I also have had jobs that I didn't like and I don't know if this is a good quality that I have or a bad quality that I have, but I can't do things I don't like. Like, you know my job just like walked out or just like didn't show up anymore? Cause I'm like, no, I fucking hate it there and I'm not doing that. Then I was like, what can I do for something I like? So then I was like, open a gym. I relate. But that. I just like, I cannot do things that I don't like to do. I think that, that might be why it's easy for me to have boundaries cause I just like won't do it. I, I, but I also like, I cannot force myself to do things that I don't want to do. This just like speaks to like a tiny bit of when I met Alyssa, I was working with her at this other gym that we hated, and we were, I mean, she was there for longer than I was, but I was there for a little over a year, and she's like, I'm um, there like five years, actually, at yeah, that she, point. you were there a long time. time. Alyssa was like my mentor, and she's like, listen, like, I'm quitting, so you're gonna quit too, and I was like, what the fuck, this bitch is crazy, and she's like, my mom thinks you should too, and I was like, <laughs> well, your mom thinks it. So I went back to my parents with that, and I was like, listen, this girl, you know Alyssa? Like, but, but, you're about to know her. <laughs> But that's just, like, interesting, because, like, I have never been that person. Like, I have always just been, like, do the things, even if you hate them. Like, so I admire that quality for you guys. Even, I, like, even just now, it's, like, hard for me to step out of things I don't really love to do, no yeah. matter what it is. Yeah. What were you going to say? I would say, like, even in, like, school, like, growing up when I, like, didn't know who I was yet, like, even, like, girly shit. Like, I never wanted to wear makeup, True. so I never fucking put it on. Never wanted to, like... I don't even know, even with like sports, like I would play and then all of a sudden I would like it, nah, done. On to the next, find something else. If I'm stuck with something I don't want to do, I'm just going to do it really poorly. And then now I've learned to just be like, oh, I can't do this and quit. But See that? Look, I, can't, I can't do that either. Like I can't like knowingly do something poorly. If you look at my college, like GPA, you know how like you had a major GPA and then your overall GPA? Yeah. My major GPA was like a 5.0 or whatever the hell yeah. like perfect was. I was like, oh, this is the thing I'm interested in. My gen eds were like Ds and Cs. You were failing out. Because yeah. why do I care about yeah. the history of classical that. music? Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> Don't. But I think that that probably speaks to a lot of people on like the front of like their job. Like You show up, you just do bare minimum because you don't like it, you hate your boss, you commute. It's long hours. You don't see oh your family God, enough. Oh my God, commuting, there's no way in hell ever no. commute. But it's no tough way. because like that's what a lot of people that we work with deal with is I like know. that resentment that you must have. And I'm not suggesting that everybody quit their job and, you know, anything like that. But it's finding like passion and stuff outside of it that will allow you to experience fulfillment. Like if, it, if your job isn't like 100% what you want to be doing, maybe you think about like how can you incorporate what you want to be doing 
while you're still in that position. So just kind of like recognizing like, hey, yes, like my job does make me miserable, but what are the things I can do to either make it a little bit better or do outside that I, you know, can still experience like quality of life. I also realized that like I was fortunate enough to like have the like job realization when I was like younger. Like I, you know, you like sad people, but it's also like I, if you have a house and a family to support, like you can't really just up and quit your job. It's also like you could just take a huge risk, but it's a much bigger risk when you have children and like totally. a whole like household to take care of. But I just like, I know that I could never be that person, which is also why I probably was never in that situation. I'm, I'm thinking about that though. Like what could somebody who was feeling like that way, like stuck in a job, has a family, a husband, a wife, whatever. And like they, they're like, you know, primary source of income like what what could they do in that hey, situation? you can always look for another job while you have your current job probably need to set some boundaries at your job true turn off at a certain time and yeah. negotiate mm-hmm. days from home or something like or that. really sit with like how important is money to you because yeah. i know that's something for me is like yeah obviously i want money to live but my time is so much more important to me than money and i think that's always why it's been easy for me to just like up and leave a job because i was like oh then i'll just like suffer and won't have money for a while but i'll be much happier and have time and that has always, always been more important to me. Respect But that's, like, another thing about just, like, knowing who you are and, like, yeah. knowing your values and, like, you are, it's clear you know who you are. Yeah. True. Um, so maybe that's really the first step of that is, like, figuring out who you are and what feels good for you. Like, Why? what you're saying, like, that you're doing right now. Yeah. I put, because we, like, did our definitions of wellness, like, personally, and, like, my first line of mine is that I'm a recovering all-or-nothing obsessive person, because I was at one point in my life where I'm not really all-or-nothing anymore, but I think wellness is really applying 80-20 rule, which we all know from nutrition, to, like, your entire life, like, literally, like, everything, even, like, your home, like, keep it clean and organized all the time, but then sometimes it's a frat house on the weekend, just, like, that's just the way that weekend is, and you had a good time, and then get right back to it. It's true. We can't like, expect 100% all the yeah, time. Yeah, like you can't always be clean and organized. Like, you just that's not fun. Or, like, routine isn't fun all the time. But 80% of the time will make you overall better. That is true. We're always talking about routine and, like, building healthy yeah. habits and all that stuff. But it's, like, there's something to be said about being healthy outside of routine, too. And, like, breaking away from, like, some of the things you normally do for something different that you, is exciting to you. I yeah. even I even put on mine for, um, like, emotions. Like, yeah, like self-help always working on yourself and like seeing the other side whatever whatever 80% of the time but then 20% of the time lose your shit <laughs> scream at someone get it all out and then get better from there like you have to do that sometimes <laughs> like be a great calm cool parent all the time but then sometimes you have to lose your shit on your kid totally. and then you feel better they're a little scared of you Move on. <laughs> you yelled at pig in front of everyone he, yeah he I did I yelled I'm at like, we like, all saw that side of you comes out sometimes <laughs> I was scared a little he wasn't, but whatever. No, I was not. Could not care less. <laughs> I was like, am I Lewis Benjamin? <laughs> <laughs> like, all of a sudden, everyone, like, tightened up, got real tall. <laughs> everyone scared. counted their reps correctly at that moment. And Kate got a little scared, too. <laughs> that was your 20%. That was my 20%. 20%. You saw it. I feel like I'm, like, 80-20 from September to June, and then I'm probably, like, 60-40. You know, that feels right. But even like that, like knowing that shift happens, Mm -hmm. that you just like accept, like whatever, you're going to eat more freely or work out less or whatever it is for you, Mm -hmm. drink more. Like, I don't know. I know you're just saying not (laughs) drinking, but I feel like. I definitely worked out less this summer. Well, there's like that desire too, like be outside and be in the sun and actually get outside. If it was like a really nice day out, once I was done with sessions here, I was like, bye. I was like, I'm not working out today. I'm going outside. I'm going for a walk. But that's also like being okay with it like yeah. you're not you weren't 
you know, laying in bed at night then being like, oh, fuck, I didn't work out. I can't believe I didn't do that. It's like acceptance. Mm -hmm. Well, that's like I, all, all my things I listed for 80-20, the last one that I put was like life in general and working hard and having fun. I think that's 60-40. Like I think 60% is working hard and 40% is having fun. 80-20 to like all the little, all the parts, but in general, my like overall life. So you're saying like all the little nuances? Of yeah, like keep those in line, 80-20, but I think 60-40 for working hard and having fun. But that's how I choose to live my yeah. life. Like other people, I understand working hard is very important to them. I, mean, I like to have fun. Keep my shit together if routine falls off, if it becomes like a 70 30 situation for whatever reason. That's part of my wellness. It's like not suddenly going off the rails. Mm -hmm. I think it's like being. Right, not like making it 50 50 all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like just keeping that 70 30 where we're at. Well, it's like <laughs> being in tune with that too. Like sometimes, like you can go a little bit longer being 70 30, then all of a sudden you just like feel like a piece of shit and you're like, oh, right, I need to go back to 80 20. Like I'm getting way out of line here. And not rebounding from the 70 30 being like 100%. Yeah. Because that going just back never works. And then you end up in like a. For anybody who's ever said, crisis. oh, I'm an all or nothing person. And you're a recovering all-or-nothing person. It's like it's hard to believe it was ever effective because you're not doing it now. So we can't say that it's effective. It's but you're saying you could do sixty forty or you could do eighty twenty. But it's like nobody can do a hundred with anything. No, I mean and, not forever. And it's like like the people on like social media that like like if you think that if there's someone like portraying to you like they eat like whole foods all the time, hundred percent time, never anything else, they're lying to you. That's not possible. It's just not. Or they're super unhappy and they're not well. <laughs> like, what is their mind? Like, what happens to them when they're on the go? What happens? What happens when it's like your kid's birthday? Like, you're not gonna have cake? Yeah. Like, what? I think we have seen some of the extremes of people who like are like you know proudly will post on. I've actually seen like a former member of ours post something about he brought like his own dessert like to his daughter's birthday party or whatever, and it's like maybe to him, but maybe to yeah. him that is eighty twenty. Like, it's not, like, yes, it's not for us. Like, that doesn't make sense for us. That doesn't feel good for us. But I think for some people, like... There's so many other things to that, too. It's like, why do you need that attention? What are you teaching your daughter? Like, there's, like, so much more to that. But, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, we're not going to do a therapy <laughs> session on, like, any of that. But it's anyway. just that it's just different. For, it looks different for different people. Like, maybe that maybe that's an improvement. Maybe normally there wouldn't even be dessert. Look, I remember when I was, like... I don't know, like 16 or 17 when I first started getting into health. I remember going to my little cousin's birthday parties and not having cake and everyone being like, oh, you don't want cake and like even like a whole thing. And just like looking back, like, you fucking love chocolate cake. You should have had a piece of cake. It was a random like Wednesday, November. Why didn't you have a piece of cake? I don't know, like humble brag, that was never me. <laughs> <laughs> always said yes to cake. Always. <laughs> that was never me. That was always a priority. Never too. had that issue. <laughs> it was a short phase for me. <laughs> but I'm glad you came out of it. I did. I feel like wellness matches up with like nuance like everything you go into understanding that like it's not black and white and we just received so much info now and it can like ebb and flow yes nice nice that's okay. important yes it's gonna change mine literally what it means to me literally changes with the seasons like winter oh yeah Definitely. i get a little bit more in routine because i gotta like keep my sanity and it's like the hobbies and the recreational shit that you do is going to be different like yeah seasonally or yeah. you know whatever's going on in your life busy season or no busy season and even relationships are no i mean i'm like a, such a hermit in the winter yeah. i think sometimes too i lost what i was gonna say oh that's Aww, awkward man. i feel bad for you I like it was a good we one. were talking about recreation and hobbies before that. and how hobbies. things ebb and flow seasonally i feel like you're a big seasons person oh yeah 
Oh, I was going to say one that, I don't know what I was saying in the beginning. Anyway, one that I've struggled with more recently is like my movement wellness because I was obsessed with always, remember I used to walk around the fucking house to get 10,000 steps at like 9.30 at night? Yeah, that's obsessive. Like, that wasn't that long ago. Like, that was, like, 2021, probably, like, to get the 10,000 steps. And now it's, like, understanding that maybe on a Sunday I'm not going to leave the couch all day and get, like, a 1,000 steps. Not that I do that, like, every single Sunday, but, like, once every couple of months, that might be how my Sunday goes, and that's also fine not to obsess about it. But I used to be obsessed with getting those 10,000 steps in, and that is not... That's not wellness to be walking around your house at 9.30 at night just to get the steps in. It's true. It's when not. you're, like, usually in bed by 9. Yeah. And right. there you are walking around. Yeah. yeah go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> I do now. <laughs> wellness is supposed to, like, reduce our stress and help our mental yep. health. So if you think about, like, anybody who's listening to this right now thinks about something that you do that is not causing you or that is causing you stress and anxiety, like, I would be thinking of ways to supplement that with something to, like, offset the stress mm-hmm. and the, the anxiety because wellness is supposed to be better for your overall health not make it worse so if the yeah. 10,000 steps that's a perfect example is stressing you out that's not healthy or if not eating the cake is stressing you out that's also not healthy so it's like what are things that we're doing constantly that we can just kind of like reevaluate and do like a little audit of to improve on well, it's even like the watch in general like I know we like joke around in here sometimes like oh you forgot your watch like your workout didn't even count or like you forgot to start it or whatever like I've had like watch detox because I noticed that I'm too obsessed like what's my heart rate how long was my run what was my pace mm-hmm. how many steps did I get like that's that's or not you, the point of all this or you really start thinking like oh I didn't track it so it's like why did I even do yeah. it like that is I mean there are truly people out there who feel that way and like yeah the, the watch is meant to make you aware of these things but there is a detriment to obsessiveness over it yeah I have a hot take oh I like it yeah I thought about this one if coming into the gym and working out is your hobby you need more hobbies <laughs> that's that a hot take. like whenever someone asks us like what do you do for fun I don't think either one of you is like workout you know it's funny wait it is are so, you gonna bring up when jackie we interviewed her or interviewed? no interviewed oh, oh okay. my god no i was gonna say that our like dana and i have our own mentor and our mentor is always like you guys need hobbies like yes. all you do is just like work out and walk like you don't have anything that you guys like it's true do. but hot take hot take yeah. <laughs> But it's true. Like, I know that this is something I need to, like, dive more into because it's like, what do... Yes, okay, I love to walk and I love to do fitness, but there comes a time where, like, like if I worked out already and I walked and I want to do something else, like, what the fuck am I doing? I can't exercise We struggle with that. We're like, we're like, what... But even remember when we hired Jackie, we asked her what her hobbies were, and it was, like, such a weird question because it's like, what did you tell us? You like to hike? You like to go to the beach? Like, same, but are those hobbies? I don't know. Anything is a hobby if you decide it's like an to activity. Hobby. Uh, so I define hobbies as like things I'm doing without an attachment to the result. Like I'm not like hiking definition. like for cardio Fitness. purposes. Like I'm out hiking because I like to be outside. It's something I do with friends. I go to the beach and like eat a sandwich. I don't go to the beach and like go for a run at the same time. Lavodi sub ten out of ten. They got bored. Do that for your local summer. <laughs> yeah. Um, that is an interesting that is I a can really help hot take. <laughs> I like that definition. I used to really be into hiking, but not anymore. Do you know what I went to college for? You should know this. Do you know? Something with something. Special needs activities. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought like occupational therapy or something. Recreation therapy. Ah, see? Helping people discover what it is they like to do, what brings them fulfillment. We're going to have another meeting one day and we're going to figure this out. 
Well, it's interesting though because we're all kind of figuring out what we like to do mm-hmm. in here and trying to just do that. And it's like it's like you also need to focus outward of like your job and yeah. whatever and figure out what you personally like. Who the fuck are you? Like, who yeah. are we? But that's a huge part of it. Yeah, I love that definition. That was really like mind blowing to me. You're I like that. <laughs> Um, I think another one, like, while we're just, like, this is a big one while we're talking about all things we're talking about, it's, like, accepting yourself for, like, where you are now and also, like, knowing where you want to go because it's, like, hating on your, like, looking in the mirror constantly and, and, like, you're saying, like, only working out to be skinny, I'm using quotes or whatever, that is not going to be, that is not a wellness mindset. That is, like, a, I don't know, it's, like, that broke mindset in a way. Um, It's kind of, like, learning to just like love where you're at and also just love the process of all of these things I'm actually willing to say that that's a limited belief a limited belief like working out to solely be... for your physical appearance yes whether it's be skinny whether it's be jacked whatever well, toned <laughs> we hate that, that word's word. gonna die one day but <laughs> but that's a limited mindset for sure it's like there's so many other reasons and being able to wrap your head around that every time you do intentionally exercise, move your body, whatever, understanding why you're doing it for more than just what you've kind of been told is the reason. I think and that's what you're getting at. That's exactly what I'm yeah. saying. And just like not for like the, the outside effect, like also all the great things that you're doing, like for your brain and for your bones and for your long-term health, longevity, all of that stuff. I think that kind of ties into the discipline and motivation thing. Like if you don't want to work out or like, if you can't find the motivation to work out, having the discipline of remembering that, like, after I work out, I'll feel better. If I don't work out, I'm going to feel like shit. Like, mm-hmm. my joints will hurt. Like, you're going to... just makes you feel better after you work out. I'm also, like, feel like can't really relate to only working out just to be skinny or whatever, just because I've always liked working out. But I do think that's uncommon. I think that what yeah. happens most of the time is people set out to be skinny or toned or jacked or whatever, mm-hmm. and then they end up like falling in love with the process, hopefully, yeah. and it does evolve. So it's like, that's kind of what exactly what I'm saying. It's just like, maybe you are that person, maybe listening to this right now, you are that person, but you know that eventually like that evolution of it, you yeah. won't be that person anymore. Um, and then the last one that I wanted to talk about was kind of just like that, like, I don't know, the relationships that people have with, like, I don't know, maybe someone is spiritual or, like, religious or I think those are, like, the two main ones, like, <laughs> so one like, or the other. Like, one, like, the <laughs> just, like, but, like, I'm just, like, somebody who believes that everything happens for a reason. Like, the universe gives me what I'm meant to have. And it's, like, <laughs> like, Jackie. And it's just, like, I find comfort in that. But it's, like, if you're not somebody who believes in anything spiritual or, like, a higher power, it's, like... I don't know if that's something worth exploring for you. Not that it has to be included in the wellness aspect, but it's definitely something that's big. Like, you know, even we are always talking about practicing gratitude. Like, that's like putting into the universe what you want to get out of it. And manifesting. like Manifesting. And like knowing that like you control your thoughts and you control the kind of mood you want to be in. And it's like taking power of that stuff. Um, I, don't, I know none of us are not really religious, so we can't speak on that too much. Um, it's more of like the spiritual for me personally, but... Maybe you are religious and you find that, like, solace in that as well. I mean, we're literally sitting in a space that I believe the two of you just, like, manifested years ago. Every time I walk in here, I feel that way. Yeah. It was in your minds for a really long time. I'm grateful to be a part of it. But I'm sitting here and I'm like, you created this. You put it into the universe. And here we are. 
And that's where Alyssa forced me to quit my job. And then we put it <laughs> you into You know what's the funny is it wasn't really in our brains a long time before we opened. It was literally like, let's open a gym, quit your job, a month later, we have a gym. Yes. <laughs> Wait, that's like how I ended up coaching. I was like, in my career, I called Meg, my partner, on the way home. No, I was on the way there one day, and I was just like sobbing. One, I was commuting, which I really hated. It was an hour commute. And I said, I'm going to quit. And she was like, this is your whole career, because it was. And I said, I don't care. I hate it. And I walked into HR, and I quit. And it was like three weeks later, I was coaching. Yeah. Isn't that like terrifying looking back on it? It was so fucking but stupid. Yeah, but there's right, at the right. same time. Like there's there's a book I'm reading right now called Tools and the whole chapter is or actually the whole half of the book is talking about that, like making a huge change in your life and like the force that pulls you. I'm I'm quoting. He talks about this force and he basically says like it can be your religion or whatever, but something made you make a huge change in your life and like why don't you like dive into that more frequently? Like we stay in our comfort zones all the time instead of taking that leap of faith, as it's called, and like you took it and great things happen. Like, we took that leap of faith, and here we have this now. But most of the time, you turn away from that, like, feeling you have of doing something because you'd rather stay in your comfort zone. Right. I think that's, like, human nature is to stay comfortable. But it's, like, you know, like, there's also different levels to it. Like, what we did, what Jackie did, it's drastic. It doesn't have to be that drastic. It could be, like, you know. No, but it's, like, little things that, like, you let yourself not do. Totally. There is also sometimes a benefit to, like, doing something like that and having no other option than to figure it out. Yeah. Like putting yourself in that position where you're like, okay, I already did the scary thing. Now I have to move forward and figure it out from there. And it might be messy. But then again, that's when your wellness comes in and you're like, those other pillars of your life, you make sure that they're supporting you. It's like having that safety net hold you back sometimes. Yeah. You need to lose the safety net. And it's like, you know what, if you were in a different situation with like a different partner who wasn't like in line with what you wanted to do, maybe you wouldn't have quit. Maybe you, it, that wouldn't have been the way that your life went. And it's just, like, interesting because, like, obviously you guys are still together. That yeah. was the right choice for you. You're here now. Like, yeah. um, It's like even the day that I went to lunch with my mom and told her I wanted to quit my job, if she was a different mom, she'd be like, no, you fucking idiot. Like, you can't do that. And she was like, yeah, quit your job. Sure, do it. Why not? Yeah, I didn't tell my parents until I after. <laughs> like, my situation was, like, similar, too. <laughs> I was like, ah, I'm just not going to mention it. I called them, like, on the way home. I was like, quit my job. And I, I heard, like, my dad's jaw like hit the ground okay talk to you later bye and like love my dad so much he supported our family but he's your typical like worked at the same job for 40 years he's still working at that job like he got on the train every day like he never left because it was a huge risk he had a family to support it i didn't have that it was just my partner and my dog we were all gonna be okay it's funny though like if you think about like your own wellness like how it would so differentiate like from your parents like it's also generationally different like i don't even know if my like parents like no offense to either of them I love them if they could tell me like any part of wellness I think that's why my mom supported me so much with everything because she like she was I don't want to say like stuck in her job but kind of stuck in her job because she had me young and like that's where she worked and like she never took she never had the opportunity to take that risk so she wanted me to take the risk because I didn't have a kid wasn't married could. Although I did just sign a lease and buy a new car at the time, but that's all the other thing. <laughs> Classic AJ style. <laughs> and like, you know that you were financially doing this all yourself. Oh yeah. Yeah, like there was nothing. Oh yeah, there, there was not. When yeah. we first opened the gym, like there was nothing in my bank account, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Tried that thing out. <laughs> it was worth it. Yeah, you figured it out. Here we yeah, are. here we are. Thriving. Thanks for out. Yeah. Um, this is a great combo, guys. I loved it. 
I really did. So that's wellness. <laughs> Just to recap it. Yeah, do we miss your job if you want? No. <laughs> no, but do but it. It's, wellness should be adding to your mental health. It should be building you up, making you feel good. Find people that you love and that love you for who you are. Love yourself. Um, what else? Practice gratitude. Love what you do. Do what you love. Better every day. The main thing is the main, keep the main thing the main thing. Wow, you guys got a lot of one-liners going there. Anything else? I think we touched on every topic. Better every day. Uh, I'm trying to think of a good one-liner. You're frozen. Trying to be, I'm just making sure we didn't miss all any I can think of, 20s. All I can think of is, I'm loving it. So that's uh, just swear about it. I guess that's where we'll just end. BK, have it your way. I don't know, I think. Oh. guess that's it. Red Robin. <laughs> all right, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, people. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.